Hello, hello, fellow Tigers. Welcome to the How to Deal podcast. My name is Parker Romberg. Uh, I am a uh, current doctoral intern here at the University of Memphis Counseling Center. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we're located on the main campus inside Wilder Tower on the second floor. However, uh, don't come and see us in person just now. Uh, due to COVID-19, our services have moved online to doxy.me. Um, if you need more information, feel free to call us. Uh, that's 901-678-2068. Uh, I'm excited you chose to join us. Uh, many of you find this information helpful. Uh, you're welcome to share it. Uh, we would love to uh, spread our uh, reach as far as we can. Uh, be mindful, though, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Right? It's not a substitute for seeking professional help should you need it. Um, if you're experiencing a mental health crisis, feel unsafe, or just not like yourself, you can always come back to this, uh, reach out for support, whether that's through our helpline at 901-678-HELP. That's 901-678-4357. Uh, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline. That's 1-800-273-8255. Thanks for joining me again today. Uh, this episode is titled Riding the Wave. Uh, we're going to actually talk about some uh, skills from uh, DBT, that's Dialectical Behavioral Therapy, for those of you who um, are unfamiliar, um, and also just talk more generally about uh, adjusting to adversity. Um, I talk a little bit about goal setting, about uh, maintaining uh, broader self-care, uh, finding accountability, working on uh, building on you know what we've uh, experienced in the past both successes and failures so I want to start with this idea of um, of riding the wave uh, like I said it, it comes from this DBT philosophy and uh, you know I want you to imagine a, a surfer right a surfer doesn't fight uh, a powerful ocean wave he moves with the wave riding with its tide this is also a way to engage with your emotions. Fighting emotions such as sadness and anger, uh, delaying that acceptance, uh, prolonged suffering. Uh, suffering is, is pain plus resistance. So riding the wave is about allowing your emotions to be with you uh, without that added resistance. Uh, so like a tidal wave coming and going, you'll get back to a place of calm. You'll find your your stasis, your even keel. So, like I said, riding the wave is part of uh, DBT. Um, the overall goal of DBT is to help clients, help people create a life that's worth living. And anybody can benefit from utilizing these skills. Now, granted, um, these skills take practice. This isn't something that someone overnight just is really good at. Um, acceptance is hard. Being mindful is hard. It takes practice and it's worthwhile. So getting back to this idea of riding the wave, uh, you know, just as waves in an ocean change, so do your emotions. And you know, like waves, like we were saying, you might be calm one minute, but then you might feel lonely or overwhelmed, uh, anxious. In times of distress, which may just classify all of the last nine, ten months or so, uh, 
we may become dysregulated. Coping with intense emotions can be hard and we may deal with them in harmful or ineffective ways. Uh, we might make situations worse. We might neglect our long-term priorities, our goals, our values. Um, so when, when you get dysregulated, it becomes more difficult to control. I think the more we can practice these kinds of skills uh, that we're gonna talk about, uh, the better we can uh, control ourselves in those moments, but also the better we can prevent getting to those extremes to some degree, right? So um, I think with all that's been happening for many of us, uh, at least at times, maybe feeling hopeless, uh, having emotions that are too overwhelming to deal with. And this is when this idea of riding the wave comes uh, most in handy. Uh, it involves observing and coping with an experience without trying to change it per se. I think the more frequent tendency is to escape, to attempt to fix an uncomfortable state of being. So riding the wave, sitting with that discomfort probably feels pretty unnatural. Uh, you know, a surfer goes with the flow and rides a wave uh, to its end. If you fight against it, he would just fall down. So I think another important thing to note is that uh, with all that's been happening, we don't exactly have an end date when things perhaps get back to normal. Uh, sometimes our feelings feel like that, like they're never going to end. Uh, and sometimes that feeling or uncertainty can, can amplify things. But again, we, we want to try and ride these feelings out, uh, sitting with perhaps some discomfort, some sorrow, some pain, uh, instead of fighting the feeling, uh, perhaps by acting impulsively or engaging in self-destructive behavior. So although it can seem counterintuitive, uh, acceptive, or accepting, sorry, painful emotions actually allows us some freedom from suffering. Remember I said, Suffering is, is pain plus that resistance. This skill is not going to make depression or anxiety just go away. It's a tool to help one to be more thoughtful, intentional in what you would like to do with those feelings. When we learn to acknowledge pain rather than escape it, uh, that mindset can help us to perhaps think more clearly to identify what we need and, and ultimately hopefully ask for the help that we need. It's hard to accept our thoughts, to manage our emotions, but if we can learn how to ride the wave, I think we can prevent those feelings from dictating what we do, who we are. We can be more secure knowing that we have control over our behavior learning how to make wise decisions to enhance productivity and, and keep on keeping on. So you can't stop waves, right? But you can learn how to surf. So that's the idea of riding the wave. I wanted to add a few other ideas. Um, I mentioned that we might talk some in, in adapting to adversity. We talked some about goals about taking care of yourself. And so 
I think it's really important for us to reflect on our goals. Uh, what makes us feel purposeful, motivated, right? What's important to us? And so how often are you taking time to think about those things? Daily? Weekly? Monthly? Are we just kind of floating along? You know, how? what is it that we still want to get out of this time right now? Um, and so I think having both short-term and long-term goals can be helpful. It can be helpful to even break our long-term goals into shorter-term goals, more manageable. How do you set goals? You know, what does a goal look like? You know, if last semester was tough academically, I know a lot of, of students have struggled adjusting to an online environment. Perhaps you want to do better academically. That's a, that's a fair goal. That's a fair goal. It's also pretty vague. You know, what does that mean to you? Do you have a number in mind? Uh, do you have behaviors in mind? How will you do that? How will you measure these things? So I'm going to take us back to a concept that many of you may be rather familiar with. Um, it's not a new concept. I think it's something many of us have heard before, but this idea of smart goals, making a goal specific, right? So just in this example of academic success, you know, wanting to do better, being specific could mean I want to get a 3.0. It could mean I want to spend more time studying this semester than last semester, or I am going to access tutoring, things like that, right? So being more specific, breaking down what a goal actually means. But speaking of meaning, goals should be meaningful to you. What purpose is there in pursuing a goal if it doesn't have personal value? Making a goal achievable. I think this is really important and something that requires balance because we want to be able to achieve our goals, but also to set goals that are going to challenge us to remain motivated. I think in either extreme, it's easy to become disengaged if something is too easy or if we see something is completely out of our grasp. We want to make them recordable, measurable. Um, I think this even comes back to making them specific um, in some ways. How are you going to be able to tell whether or not you have made progress or achieved this goal? And lastly, it's, it's time. We need to be able to give ourselves deadlines. I think that's another thing that COVID at times has made more difficult is it seems like all we have is time. And sometimes we just let time float on by, but we still need to make our time count um, to be efficient, effective, productive. Um, and so think about that uh, when you're considering what goals you're setting at the time being. And again, taking time to reflect on what your goals are, uh, perhaps what they mean to you. You may write these things down. Uh, perhaps you're a journaler. I do think it can be very helpful to keep your goals visible in some way. If that's a whiteboard or written down 
um, in a notebook or if it's, uh, I will sometimes tell people to, uh, that it can be helpful to <clears throat> put little messages in places you spend a lot of time in. That's your car, your office, uh, the bathroom mirror. But keeping your goals in front of you, I think that's another thing that uh, for people who are doing more classes or work from home is your work isn't always necessarily in front of you. Uh, it can be easy to kind of keep it out of sight. Uh, you're not seeing maybe as many of the people that you're in class with or that you work with. Uh, and so keeping things visible may be especially valuable uh, during a time like right now. I think it's also worthwhile to think about the experiences you've already had um, for better or worse. Maybe last semester was a good one for you. And um, that, again, I'm referring to your physical self, your mental self, emotional self, spiritual self, you know, not just necessarily school. It's more for an example for this, but uh, how did it go? What did you do to make that happen? Um, again, for better or worse, perhaps you were successful and it's worthwhile to also reflect on the things that we do well. Um, to be able to not only replicate success, but to feel good about ourselves. And if things didn't go well, okay. Uh, this is where riding the wave again is helpful. Instead of wallowing and allowing ourselves to be swallowed whole, Take time to experience that feeling and also what can we do to problem solve? How can we find ways to improve? Maybe that means asking someone else for help. Maybe it means finding someone to help you remain accountable. It can mean all kinds of things. Everyone is different. Everyone's needs are somewhat different. And so what do you need? going into this semester, in the middle of the semester, toward the end of this semester, and onward. What do you need to be successful to help you achieve your goals? And lastly, I'd like to circle back to this idea of um, taking care of ourselves for the long term. It sort of parallels the idea of, of this whole COVID situation, of a lot of the unrest that has happened, the problems that we face. We don't exactly have an end date for those things. We don't know when it's going to end, per se, when things will go back to normal and what that will look like. And so it's really important to think of things kind of like a marathon. We have to be able to keep ourselves able to perform over time, to not burn out, to maintain motivation, energy, focus, all of the things that keep us going. And so reminding ourselves that it is important to find ways to be physically active, to eat well, to maintain a good sleep schedule, which can be a whole nother bear. Um, 
when if we're just kind of in one place for social distancing for whatever um, it can be hard and so uh, taking care of that physical side Perhaps, uh, you know, if counseling is something that you need, we are, our doors are open, not physically, but like I said, on doxy.me, we are seeing uh, students in, uh, for both individual and group counseling. We're doing some outreach stuff. Um, if you feel like you need help in that way, come and see us. Um, but beyond that, find time to practice mindfulness or to meditate. Um, surround yourself by soothing smells, uh, find time to, I mean, exercise helps with that too. Um, or maybe that means being present with your favorite TV show. Uh, you have to find ways to take care of yourselves across the board. And that remains especially important uh, during times like this. So um, I think that's about all I have for the group today. Um, like I, I, I did provide resources at the beginning uh, of this episode as to how to get in touch with us. Uh, you can also visit our website at memphis.edu slash counseling. Uh, that'll give you uh, a bunch of additional information and, and resources uh, how to refer to or, or get set up with services. So by all means, if you need anything, uh, let us know, and uh, we're here for you. So I hope that some of this information was helpful. Uh, remember, this is, you know, just information meant to to help you be reflective, to make change. Um, but again, just reminding you, if you if you need more serious help, uh, we're here. Uh, the other numbers I provided are there if if you're having a crisis or anything like that, and. Uh, Enjoy your day. Uh, have a good one. Make it a, make it productive and make it yours. All right. See you later, Tigers.